You're listening to The Wrestling Philosophy Show, where we focus on in-depth interviews with the wrestling community on coaching, perspectives, beliefs, and techniques. For the latest shows, go to WrestlingPhilosophy.com or follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube by searching Wrestling Philosophy Show. All right, here we are with Nate Shear. Nate, uh, where are you at today? Jared, uh, Lexington, Virginia, up, uh, up at our new athletic center, just opened up a couple weeks ago. So in, in, a, in a new office and, uh, you know, a brand new wrestling room also right behind me in the window there. Oh, wow. So your office is right next to your wrestling room, huh? Yeah, no, I've got a window. Yeah, right, right into it, the entranceway, maybe 15, 20 feet away. So it's, it's a really nice setup. So uh, how new is that facility? It was a two-year project. It just um, opened up August 24th. Oh, wow. Not, not fully open obviously with, uh, with uh, COVID right now, but um, students and, and PE courses and all that kind of stuff, strength and conditioning, lifting, that the, the whole new um, facility was built, was torn down, built from the ground up. Wow. So you have not even broken in yet. And, um, you're going into your 10th season there? Starting year 10. Yeah. Year 10. So talk about a little bit about that. If, uh, you know, you get a new facility, I guess the progression of the 10 years there and, and where you're at now. No, it's been, uh, it, 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 it's, it's, it's went the whole spectrum. Um, we, we had a lot of work to do when, at the, at the beginning. Um, and we, we, uh, team result wise, not a lot, not really competitive in some dual meets, but we had some individuals having some success and then it just, just slowly started creeping up, you know, one guy, then two guys. And, um, you know, this, uh, this past year we won the conference tournament for the first time in the school history. So 41 year history, um, We've been slowly awesome. working our way up. Yeah, like we have been fifth and fourth and third and second and first in, in, in the last like five, six years. So it went kind of in chronological order. Nice, nice. I guess we failed to mention right off the rip, but uh, you're at Washington and Lee, uh, you know, really, really awesome school. How would you describe it without mentioning Lexington or Shenandoah Valley? How would you describe the school? Um, Cause that's a whole other subject, right? The whole, yeah, the no, whole that's all another sub- subject. Yeah, so we're in a part of the country. I mean, it's beautiful. It's, I mean, right at your fingertips, we've got, um, you know, hiking, mountain biking trails. We've got the river that, you know, we, we float, swim, and, and, and carry on in all the time. I mean, it's just, it's, it's very rural, um, you know, but, I mean, there's still probably, you know, 70,000 people in the town. Uh, we're also in the same town as VM, Virginia Military Institute. So it adds a different dynamic that two colleges are in the same small town. So there's, is, there is a strong local economy. So there are things to do with shops and restaurants and stuff like that. It's a, it's kind of a throwback town. Okay. You know, it's really nice. Yeah. I've, I've heard it's awesome. I've never, I've drove through, uh, but never been there for it's awesome. Um, so going back, uh, at what point did you know you wanted to be a wrestling coach? Uh, I, I, I'd probably say, when it was uh, maybe maybe sometime in, in high school when uh, I, I had some up and down experiences I, I guess maybe looking back on it how how I felt about how how my high school wrestling was going and then when I crossed paths with um I got Tim Derlin I mean somebody we both know really mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and awesome uh, yeah it, it kind of I, I don't know how this is going to come out but he the effect he had on me was hey, this is, what it's, this is what it's supposed to look like. Right. That's a good point. <laughs> and and, and if, you come, if, you, if you cross paths with Tim Derlin, I mean, that guy, you know, there's never any neg- – you can't say a negative word. So I, I think that's probably when I, I was like, I'd like that guy to be my coach. That's what I was thinking. I wish he would come coach Clyde. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that, that was probably he, – he, he had a big impact on my, on my 
um, not just wrestling life. Like he was really influential on someone, you know, you can kind of lean on and it didn't even really, you didn't even have to ask him questions. Just see, just watch him act. Just, you know, just watch his, yeah. just watch his, watch him. His actions alone. He didn't, he didn't need to speak, right? His actions alone. So let's talk about that a little bit. You, you had the pleasure of having him, right? Literally in your backyard for, you yeah, know, no, this summer, is, um, right? yeah. I mean, how, how that camp got going was, I mean, obviously my dad was not all that, you know, he, he would put us in position, but he, um, back then, you know, no internet, right? Mm-hmm. Who, who do you, who do you call for camps? What do you do? Mm-hmm. So he, um, he actually, he looked up in the, in the Ohio book, like who was winning the most. And he saw the journal name family. <laughs> and right. He, yeah, he, he, he's one of the most resourceful guys <laughs> I know your dad, right? right. Like I, he doesn't make things too complicated. He just, he said, all right, we're going to figure this out. I want my kids to, to be able to be good. So that's how we ended up at Clyde. Cause they had a really good team. Uh, us in the area we're really good team he's like well they need more than that because they're not very good at all they need to <laughs> they need more and uh yeah so he, he he saw their name he called their dad he called their dad and just said hey i, I uh, your kids win a lot would they would would, your, would any of your boys willing to come up here and to clyde and do a camp because he has four you know the four brothers was that first um, camp over at um aona's barn was that in the aona's barn yeah, yeah i was there um, yeah drew you me mm-hmm. tanner I, there's other cory um, it would, I, it was like a two section wrestling mat, like those foam. Right. It wasn't much. <laughs> it wasn't, right. But, and, and the crazy part is that that's, that's when Tim was training for the Olympics. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. I totally forgot about and, that. And I felt so bad because, or, or maybe world team, I think, cause the world team, mm-hmm. the one year was in Indianapolis that Tanner and I drove over and watched them. And I remember thinking to myself, man, this guy's trying to make a world team. I feel bad because he needs more than me right now. Like he needs more than me. Yeah, <laughs> I remember him whooping on us. I remember that. Oh, so many. Uh, so many, I, I remember when uh, Drew hit a front headlock on him the wrong way and, and kind of tweaked Tim's neck. Oh, and right. I thought he was break Drew in half. We should ask Drew. Yeah, I have to get in my ear. I never heard that oh. story. Oh yeah, but then uh, it kind of a uh, this is a I don't, this is a side conversation. But remember, he brought Jeff Ratliff up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He That's, brings some awesome guys up. Yeah, so that's uh, Jeff Ratliff came up, and the reason I'm, my brother and I were just Tanner and I were just talking about this is that um, on Friday they, they just re-released the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, and that's what <sighs> Jeff Ratliff he, he all about uh, that. brought that game to my house. Yeah, and uh, I remember that was the first video game I got hooked on because uh, that was addicting. Yeah, no, but yeah, it was, that was the first kind of uh, what was it? Victory Wrestling Camps. He started. Yep, yep, yep. And then yeah. they, they kind of formed. You know, my dad was like, hey, can you come back next year? And uh, at the time we had, uh, my dad had built a barn, in the, you know, in the back of our property. Um, it wasn't fancy. I mean, we, we literally uh, went to an auction and bought pallet racking. And oh. all, all spring, um, I, you know, I was using the power sander and I sanded them down and primered and painted uh, pallet racking. And then we just cut up a bunch of sheets of uh, OSD board and, and bought some pads. And those were the bunk beds uh, for yeah. the camp. <laughs> Pretty cool. Good yeah. times. Good times. So from there, uh, you know, learn from Tim, and then obviously you go on to Ohio Northern. Uh, talk a little bit about, you know, what you learned from uh, at Ohio Northern in coaching. Oh, no, it's awesome. And even more smart, like I wasn't even I, – I, how I even got to Northern was um, I wasn't really – I didn't really think I was even going to go to college. Okay. Um, what were you thinking you were going to do? What, were your, was, what was going go through your mind? My, I mean, that's like the default answer for the hometown area guy, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Or a girl, you know, you just you go to Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was I was actually 
I was probably, I was just going to go there and I don't, I didn't really have a, a plan. And then that's when Matt, Tim's brother, um, sometime in that spring just got, was just became the assistant coach at Ohio Northern. Okay. And I had been to Jeff Jordan's camp one time and Matt was a counselor down there. Yeah. Cause they were close with Jordan's coming up. Yeah. Right. And, and so he was like, he said, Hey, I, I don't know what your plans are, but my brother's going to be coaching Ohio Northern. And I had already talked to coach Beecher quite a bit, mm-hmm. but just still under, you know, I just didn't know. I, I, I um, I was nervous that my, my high school experience was going to translate to college and, and I didn't want any part of that. I, that's not what I wanted. Um, and when I, it was very comforting when, and not that I didn't believe coach Beachler and I imagine there's gotta be a lot of people maybe in this situation, but I just wanted a more pleasurable wrestling experience, you know, uh, winning or losing really honestly didn't matter to me anymore. Um, and then once Matt it was very comforting, once Matt was said, he, he was going there. Uh, it was, it was pretty seamless. And I mean, it turned out to be, you know, almost, a, I don't know, life-changing, but I mean, really trajectory me in a much different path than, you know, who knows what I've done without that. Right. So, so it was literally life-changing. Yeah. yeah. So I guess talk a little bit about that experience. I, I, I didn't know that's how you ended up there. I, uh, I knew he was there, but I, I guess I guess should have connected the dots there, but um, I guess tell, tell us about your experience there with Coach Beachler and, you know, what you learned, I guess, you know, what you took away from that experience. That couldn't have been a, a the, the word fit is used all the time could not have had the best. I mean, it was the best fit, and especially again, when I, when I was coming into it one, um, you know, just like it, it just something like just looking out for you, just, just always has your best interest in mind and, um, and, and not very negative, just truthful and honest, but not just uh, always coaching you up, you know, like making right. you feel good about yourself. Off, yeah, on and off the mat. Right. Oh, uh, and every, yeah. And yeah. And so, so important. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I was there with Matt, who I knew not only his his parents and and his brother, but um, I, you know, I knew him away from wrestling. I knew him when I was at college. And Coach Beecher, I mean, he's the man. I mean, this guy. Um, I don't think he ever probably gets all the credit that he deserves, but he's mm-hmm. he's he's been so um, transformative in the sport of wrestling. I mean, he created the you know the OPC weight system. He's been the rules editor. He's been the president of the coach association. He's in the Hall of Fame been coaching since the early 80s and he's still he's still got the juice you know yeah no yeah huge ambassador of the sport lucky lucky to have him here you know in the sport and here in Ohio so definitely definitely um so you mentioned the uh the coach association right and are you still involved with that or what's what's your role there if you yes I'm, I'm still on the on the on the board for the coach association I rotated off the NCA committee two years ago. So I finished up a four year appointment. My last year I was the, the, uh, the NCA, the division three chair, of the NCA committee, but still on the coach association uh, executive board. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. So that's been, and then, and again, I credit Beecher. He was always involved in those organizations. Um, any, any, any convention, any seminar, all, all those, all those things. He, he was, um, always making sure you're involved, paying your way. Cause I, so I coached there for four years after I graduated uh, when my wife, Jana was in law school. And, um, so I feel like my professional development was expedited because someone like coach Beecher was right. just put me in front of right. all the, all the people, all, I mean, not, um, I shouldn't say put me in front of letting, giving me access to just be around the people. To right. See them. That's what mentors do. Right. That's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Do you have any other, you know, besides coach Beach, there any other, uh, you know, mentors or, or guys you rely on, you know, from the coaching aspect or, you know, life, you know, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, we talked, like, yeah, we talked a little bit about this before we jumped on the air here. I mean, 
I, I, I do. I feel fortunate that just the community of wrestling that I grew up in um, back in Clyde in the Sandusky area. Mm-hmm. And we had, uh, you know, just a lot of great wrestlers and families that were really into wrestling. And, uh, you know, there, there's, all, you know, the uh, Kevin West, Kevin right. West and Bob right. were my youth coaches, you know, maybe name a better duo. I, I dare you. Right. No, we, um, we didn't realize what we were being brought up with. That, that's for, for darn sure. Right. Oh, no, I mean, Kevin West, geez. I mean, he's the backbone of that, um, that he was, he was, you know, the backbone of that, that Clyde Betty wrestling program mm-hmm. that, um, and you, and you just look at everybody that's going through there and then all the parents and then next door you had, uh, you know, Matt DePolo, who his dad was the Bellevue coach. Right. Um, right. Anthony Coleman, but then we drive to Sandusky, which is a short distance and, you know, the Opera family or, you know, I'm just going to forget everybody, but right. you know, Perkins Custer, and Sandusky Perkins. people, right? Uh, and, yeah. Right. Sandusky. Right. And so you, right away, like your peer group is influential. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that was really important. Then I got into, um, junior high and high school. I had some, a lot of those same coaches. Then you start entering the mix of, um, you know, Tim and Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then, uh, to, yeah, right. And then you go to Jordan's camp. And um, so those were kind of the, um, and then you go to open mats, right? Then you go mats and uh, coach Jack Efner, who <laughs> right. uh, actually did a clinic for him last summer down. He's, he's not too far from here. Oh, really? At, at Virginia Beach at, wow. at Cape Henry. Um, wow, that's crazy. So I know Drew, you know, Drew, Drew knew him very well too. You know, that's awesome. So great, you know, because at the time, right, the 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 Elyria, the barn, and, and the and the Burnett thing really wasn't up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, right. it was, it was just we were, just before that, right? Yeah, just 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 before that. So we we would uh we would our place or go to Sandusky and those coaches or or go up to the open mats at Cleveland State when when Coach Efner was there. Um, I mean, these are all just great people, and so yeah, you you look back, you're like, wow. I mean, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah like how we, we're gonna be just fell in that area, right? Yeah, I mean it's 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 nice. Then then um, yeah, so then yeah, I get to college and I have Matt and Coach Beecher at you know kind of as your personal coaches and yeah, I mean spoiled is probably a good word. Yeah, yeah, spoiled and blessed. So going back to the coach association, um, you know when you're you're on that when you have that position, you know what do you I guess how do you do your homework or due diligence so you're you know informed and making the right decisions? I guess what's the thought process behind behind that? Do you look at other sports that are in, similar situations as wrestling do you you know do you look at you know you know with the emergence of girls wrestling do you look at sports such as you know track and field or sports that are similar what's I guess what's you know from that position what do you how do you approach that yeah the the NWCA they they do a good job they um there's a there's a you know the Olympic sports have a lot of these associations and there's a lot of um some of it's public and there's a lot of kind of behind the scenes you know partnering up and, and combining resources sometimes and you know, it may be our sport may be different than than your uh, than field hockey, but there's a lot of the issues that are the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every sport you know trying to increase uh, you know um, the accessibility to you know in, in wrestling, where women's wrestling, or you know fighting and uh, participation numbers and and stuff like that. So working close also with the National Federation of High Schools, you know weight classes and. Um, it, it's been it's really good again a good professional experience and also to open your eyes on some of the things that you know you, it's just natural right you, you you maybe you question things or you don't understand but then you kind of get to see how it's unfolding and it um at the end of the day you may not agree or dis, you, you could disagree or agree but it can make a lot of sense of like how the process works and then you can maybe focus on the process and, and so instead of just complaining about it right um but yeah no it's uh it, it it's 
I don't say it's a lot of work. You know, honestly, for me, it's 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 less work for me than than some of the people at the very top of the organization. You know, uh, like Mike Moyer, Pat Tassi. Um, you know, these guys are they're full time, and that's all they, right. that's all they do all day. So their uh, their schedules are really hectic. We we have monthly meeting calls, and we and we meet in person a couple times a year. I I, I can't imagine some of those conversations. Um, I know you know rule changes. You know, there's some every year, and I know they're long and thought out and thought through you personally what would you change at the if there's one rule to change at the college level would you change yeah i, I and i don't I, this is not my idea i think i maybe heard this uh, uh, maybe a couple of years ago at a convention like um I, I i do like full style folk style i like to control the i do like to control aspect i do like a lot of freestyle too and, and greco also mm -hmm. um but i i don't like that you know the takedown to escape ratio um I, I think it's a two to one and i always thought that you take a guy down and you go and action goes out of bounds. And if I get to choose neutral, you, you maybe not get your escape point. I'd be curious to see how that, um, you know, would, work out. That wouldn't be hard to implement either. Right. I mean, all right. Go and, back and it's like, you know, sometimes um, there's a lot of stalemates and, and sometimes a guy on the bottom, maybe gets a fresh start, a, a restart from the referee's position. And I don't feel like he earns it a lot of times. Right. Changes the whole, whole match, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, my guy's on top. I got a leg in the guy's on his belly and the ref has a stalemate and that's a great advantage um, to that person. So I would like it, maybe it would motivate the person on bottom a little bit to make sure they stay active, which would lead to them maybe opening up, maybe to lead to more um, action, right? To more action, action. To the top, yeah. Yeah, so if, um, it would be incentive. And also if uh, the guy on bottom, Granby rolls out of bounds on purpose sometimes to get a fresh start, mm -hmm. uh, then I can choose neutral and you wouldn't get it. Um, I'm not, you know, I don't, don't know if that fixes anything, but be curious to see it. Um, right yeah, that, 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 that that's not a bad one i know it's been discussed it, it makes sense i mean it's that, yeah. you're doing all that work for a takedown for one right. point right yeah yeah i think also i think they keep i want to i want to see them tweak, tweaking the uh i i think if they go to bounce every time it should be a stall call if not a point i, I don't think they'll go to a point but uh sometimes like when it's that difference between action and stalling i think it's still confusing sometimes what i feel like action is or um you know, maybe just be consistent. Like, what about just every time they go out, just right. You know, yeah. Stalling on the guy that went out of bounds. I don't know. Like, right? That, no, it I, definitely. It's know. there's a lot of gray area there, and I think it's it's not it's not only hard for coaches sometimes, right? Because you could have you know two refs interpret the rule different ways, but you know it makes it tougher. You know, for officials even we have new officials getting into the sport, and now you know they interpret it one way. You know, it's you know I think the more gray area in some of these rules it's it's not helping the sport at all you know little you know then you go into the fan aspect of it. it's like well why is this called this way and now this way you know so but um, and i know there's a big call for the writing time point i i'm indifferent i if they got rid of it i don't think i'd be bothered right, I, but it, you know. but what your rule you know would kind of okay do i ride them you know for that point or do i kick them and take them you know kick them out and take them down you know it's 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 part of the strategy of of the match and that one point i agree that one point differential you know is not much you know so. No, I mean, because I know I, I'm not, I, I, you know, I'm not a math statistician, but right, there's a, there's equations out there where you can never take a guy down, be taken down so many times and lose the match, right? All right, all right. <laughs> and, and, and what you mentioned before, like the fan aspect, you hit, that, that, I mean, well, I know it enters in, you know, when ESPN gives their advice to the, the NCA, that, that, that 100% influences some rules and, and mm -hmm. the ESPN wants to see action when they have it on TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so I mean, we all do, right? Yeah, right. So 100%, it has influenced some of the rule changes that have come about in the last couple of years. The uh, 
the the five count on the stalling and, and the push out i think i think it has influenced um you know so you have to think of the fan you you have to consider the fan and following the sport um and making things just make a little bit more sense i mean to grow to grow the sport we have to appeal to a different demographic i mean that's just i think that's right. well known right so um let's switch gears a little bit what's the difference between biggest difference you see between ohio and virginia wrestling Ohio and Virginia. Um, I think in Virginia we have um, it, it, we have we have pockets of really awesome wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have the you have the DC uh, coach uh, Coach Hazard up there, Robertson High School, mm-hmm. and um, um, uh, the Fairfield uh, program. Um, coach Hazard is uh, his uh, NCAA Twitter. Uh, yeah, right. Jason Bryant. Those are the best. Those are no. Those are one of the best I've seen. But go on. No, no, Brian's great. Yeah, and then yeah. we have, you have uh, in Richmond, you have um, great, great wrestling there. You have St. Chris Wrestling Club uh, outside of Richmond, Predator Wrestling Club, not too far from Richmond, Blacksburg's uh, Christiansburg area. Obviously, a lot of good wrestling. Uh, the beach has great wrestling, Oscar, Oscar Smith and Cox. Like, so there's just, but in between, it can get, get kind of sparse. And I think um, in Ohio, it's just, there seems like good wrestling all over the place. Um, but in, in Virginia, it seems just uh, there's just or Grundy. I mean, Grundy is a very southwest coal mining country down in uh, southwest Virginia. Um, but in between, you got a lot of areas. Um, it could be great. It's just not the thing to do. Right. Um, what so other sports are you competing with in Virginia? Is it different than Ohio or um, Virginia? It's big, um, especially the DC, Richmond, like football and lacrosse, basketball. You know, wrestling, I wouldn't say, is, is a top sport in Virginia, you know. It's also fragmented a little bit, too. They, I mean, they have six state ter- six divisions, and the oh, divisions wow. are, are all over the place of the state. Um, it, it's, it's not a good uh, – It's not. I don't think it's a good setup for the fan and the families to grow the sport because, you know, at, uh, for example, a couple of years ago at their state tournament, they had, um, you know, one day of the, t- the, the, the state tournament was on Friday at this uh, high school, and on Saturday it was at a different high school on Saturday. Uh, wow. What, what was the reason behind that? Just the venue availability here? No, no, this is how, it's, this is how they do it. So they'll, um, they'll move the whole t- day one of a tournament's in venue A and day two is in venue B? Yeah, and it's a, it's wow. a high school, you know, right? Wow. All right, um, that should be easy. To- the pageantry is so much different at state, like, like Ohio. Like um, the table workers, the, the um, you know, just the aesthetics, how things look, the optics, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the, the, uh, pantry is just a good word uh, in, in Virginia um, you know there's a couple of Virgi- uh, in Salem Virginia an hour south of me I think they have th- three of the divisions and they have two of them in another high school you know so it's just very fragmented yeah. does it make it tough to coach with it being that way or excuse me uh, recruiting as a coach yeah I mean really we don't it, we don't go to many state the state tournament because we go to the you know sometimes a local one um, a lot of days we're in season two but it's got to be, yeah. It's it'd be nice to go to one central location, and I know all the Virginia coaches, um, all the ones that I talked to, would love this. You just go to one central location to watch all the wrestlers in the state, because as as we all know, um, you're gonna you're wrestling. Good wrestling is good wrestling, and wrestling fans are gonna watch wrestling all day. So even if it's not their division, they're gonna stay around and watch all these other matches. Oh, I mean, for sure, <laughs> for sure. I've been to Michigan. I've been to you know New Jersey, Ohio, like. Fans just don't leave when when their school's kid is done. They want it, they're there to see wrestling. They know the names, and you know it's yeah, good for the sport, right? Right. The 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 
the kid that, that your kid goes to a club with, he might be in a different division. Right. When you grow up, I mean, just like, you know, you guys being at Clyde, you know, we stuck around and watched you guys. I mean, right. They're, we're cheering for, you know, your conference teams or whatever it may be. Right. I mean, I remember it vividly cheering for, for other school, you know, Clyde fans you're standing up when I wrestled. Or, you, know. you're, you're yeah, you did cheer a little bit for Clyde. Huh? <laughs> I cheered for you and you and Dougie and Tanner or whoever. But. No, it's, uh, um, it's, it's just fragmented. It, it makes it hard to kind of, to me, it makes it hard to kind of follow and get some momentum and, and then get the real ball really rolling. And then you can, then you get the arena going and then you get people filled it up and then you can really start to do some special things with all those pageantry, I, you know, um, stuff like that. But the, but the, the people, the, the, the wrestling people in Virginia are awesome. I mean, there's no, it's not like, no, I mean, there's, there's, there's awesome wrestling people in Virginia. Yeah. yeah really good. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill Swing, Brian Hazard, the Predator Club, uh, Roster Tomer at St. Chris, like just so many good people. Well, I remember wrestling at Virginia Duels, and you know, they have the, I thought it was cool. They had the high school down at one end and the college at the other, and you know, the, the fans coming in there and hearing them cheer and the at duels. I thought, you know, you could definitely tell it was a, a good community, you know, um, you know, programs, you know, pretty cool atmosphere. So, um, like, no, that's yeah, cool. That's that's a huge event every year. I mean, some of the top college guys in the country, right, show up to that. Right. Right. So at um, you know, so what's going on with Washington Lee? Obviously, you said new new uh, new facilities. You know, what what's what's coming next, or what what you know? I'm sure you're you're always working on projects, right? Whether it's at home, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, no. Um, so what's, yeah, what, what's next? What's new? What's um? Yeah, my wife would wishes I would stop it. Mm-hmm, um, I'm sure. Yeah, no, she <laughs> she like I can't sit still. I mean, quarantine hit, and I put a home sauna in the basement. You know, awesome. I mean, it's just like. I went out to the lumber yard and bought a bunch of, you know, red cedar and started throwing it together. And Did Bill help you, help you give you insight on that, right? Yeah, no, he, <laughs> he, he wasn't able to make it down because um, he's working on, he's converting in the barn. He, he uh, put an addition on the barn. I don't know if you've been out there, but I haven't recently. He has. He, mm-hmm. My dad's off his, off his, out of his mind sometimes. He, um, he put a, a really big addition, two-story lofted addition onto the barn, um, sold the house on the front of the property. I knew that. I knew that. He's yeah. moving in. He's, he's, I don't want to say too much. Get him in trouble with tax, man. But he's he's tired of it. <laughs> he's, Living he's, in the barn. It was a barn dominium. Barn, yeah. Um, so he was right in the middle of doing some of that. So um, he he's he was actually just in town uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, so we, we it was it was good. But yeah, I mean, uh, put a volleyball court in for my daughter last year. Sand oh, volleyball cool. court. Nice. And they thought I was putting a pool in when my dad was me and my dad were uh, messing around, but. Um, yeah, they're all. It was, something is always going on at the house. I got the little home gym. Um, at school here, we've got, like I said, we just finished up a two-year project, uh, uh, a huge uh, athletic center, a, a little uh, close, uh, around 5,000 square feet for, like, wrestling space. Oh, wow. Wow. And, um, and then, like I said, our offices are right here. Like, the locker room is, is nice as a locker room and, you know, set a shower. Then they have a lounge area with TVs and couches and stuff like that. Um, so wow, that's awesome it has to help with uh recruiting when you can get you know people back on yeah campus, now we I'm sure, right? I mean, yeah yeah I mean, open the door no, I'm sure. no i i mentioned this to somebody the other day it's like we were coming off the best year we've ever had uh three all-americans conference championship second at the ncaa regional um um multiple years in a row team uh national ranking top 20 ranking and uh nice brand new facility and it's like uh you know, we, we just want to, um, so many people want to visit and check it out and, and we want to go see people, but you know, we're like everyone else right now. This, this is, you know, this is a big holding pattern. 
Um, so that's kind of like what's going on at WL. We're just, uh, we're, we're just trying to do as much as we're allowed to do. And, uh, but, but things are always moving here. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, uh, you know, facilities or grounds or school. It's, uh, you get really good support, right. From, from talking to you in the past, this, you know, Wash League gives great support. What are some examples of that? How, you know, being a small school, you know, it doesn't mean you don't get the support. What, what kind of support do you get? Yeah. You know? I mean, I, to me, one of the biggest ones for me is like, I don't do any fundraising. You wow. know I mean? I, that, so, so I'm, I'm the head coach. I'm a full time, uh, Alex Radsky. He's from um, Columbus, Ohio. Um, he's, uh, he's also full time. You know, we don't have any other, um, we do have other secondary things that we help with in the department. Right. But it's not, it's, those are just things that those are just being helpful. Like we don't have, um, split technically duties. Wow. Um, that's unheard of probably for a small school, right? Yeah. from a budget perspective, you know, we're able to do quite a bit on, on with, a, with, you know, 30 guys. Um, and we're not, you know, we're fortunate. We don't have to do, you know, fundraisers and things like that to, to support that. Now we do have, our alumni is very generous and they do, they do donate quite a bit. And we're, it's nice because we can use that to just enhance all those little, those little things, little gestures that kind of mm-hmm. make you know, a team nice. Um, but it, it feels good because like, that is a stereotype sometimes that like division three um, can be stereotyped once in a while, you know, like, oh, it's club or it's not funded. Mm-hmm. Um, but you start diving into it a little bit and, uh, you know, a school like Washington and Lee, um, I mean, the endowment is near $1.5 billion. Oh, wow. Um, of a school with only 1,800 kids. And so what that allows is, you know, we're, we're very uh, fortunate. I use that word a lot, you know, very fortunate mm-hmm. for all the resources. Well, you, you're, I think you're pretty fortunate the type of student athlete you get too. I know you've talked to the past, um, you know, the kid, the type of quality of student athletes you get, it's, you know, you're, they, they're looking beyond wrestling, right? And they're not just there to wrestle. I mean, obviously wrestling's part of it, but they're looking beyond it. And I guess. Jared, I'm looking at these resumes and these, 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 these transcripts and, and it's like, where do you even find time to, you know, you know, go place at the high school national tournament and train like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're traveling the world and country um, doing, um, even when they're on, on campus here, I mean, doing internships and research and giving presentations. And, um, you know, there's sometimes in the fall, yeah, our, our juniors in our C school, we have a very prestigious business school. And is that, that's what I was going to ask next. What, uh, you know, what's the schools at Washington Lee? What, what are the, the main areas of study um, yeah our, our business school so a lot of uh investment banking is big and or you know finance consulting um a lot uh draws a lot our health professions major you know you don't you don't major in pre-med it's just uh here we it's, it's right. called health professions um several guys i mean our placement in the top 20 med schools it's i think it's somewhere like 95 percent wow um, journalism we're one of the earliest i think accredited journalism schools in the country um, and computer science is growing, uh, uh, you know, all the, all the data and computer science are growing, but, um, I mean, at the, at our core, we're liberal arts. We have a law school. Oh, um, wow. So I think that's, we're a little bit different though, too, because sometimes liberal arts, we offer a lot more majors and minors and programming than the typical liberal arts. I mean, we have a law school in our own business school. So, um, but at our foundation, liberal arts, you know, we're the well-rounded student taking courses in all multiple disciplines. Oh, that's cool. That that's that's pretty cool, and like yeah. you said, the, the the area alone, right? You could sell oh, yeah. itself when recruiting. It's be- what's it's be- wait, when you're not uh, coaching or what do you do in the area? What's the, your you know the thing to do if you're there 
you know, let's say you're there you're on a recruiting trip or whatever, one yeah. weekend down that it, what, what, what are some places to do things to do, it, places um, to stop? It, it's for, for us, it's like pick your adventure. I mean, if you want to, if you want to float the river a mile away, you got the Mori. Um, you, you can kayak or tube it, float it. Uh, for a little bit more adventure, we go out to Panther Falls and we're jump, you know, jumping off a waterfall, maybe 15 feet into a big pool. Um, that's about, about 10 or 15 miles away. Appalachian Trail cuts right on the edge of our town. So there's that. Um, but I would say me personally, um, me and the boys and the dog, we're, we're at the river with the kayak and, and mess around down there. So that's, that's probably our number one go-to. Some donuts, coffee, and then we're heading to the, down to the there river. There you go. Sounds like a perfect day. Yeah. Well, Nate, thanks for your time. You know, I want to be respectful of your time, and I appreciate it. But uh, I'm sure we'll be talking here soon. But, um, you know, good luck this season, and I'm sure we'll talk soon. Yeah, we'll see you. Thanks.